You always start with me. Yeah, I, I wanted to end with you this time. I wanted to give Peter a little bit of a, a heads up this time, you know. Uh, honest okay. toast. Yeah, you never know, because I, half the time I don't even think he's paying attention. Right, Pete? So this week we've got a couple <laughs> movies to talk about. <laughs> and we're going to start off with Now You See Me. So can we get the rust down? Yes, we can. We can get that rust down as soon as I... <laughs> had like three minutes i know i we were talking about it so much that i forgot to actually do anything okay (laughs) and um this is a bit at the beginning of every podcast i swear to god i was like on after earth like and i got it oh wait (laughs) now you see me directed by louis leterrier (laughs) an fbi agent and an interpol detective Track a team of illusionists Mm. who pull off bank heists during their performances and reward their audiences with the money. (laughs) The four horsemen, guys. Which which one was famine? What? Um, This movie has some set of balls trying to actually exist. (laughs) You know... I think this movie is like, did someone watch The Usual Suspects? And they were like, this movie's too complicated. <laughs> it doesn't have magic. Let's make it dumber. Is magic a thing right now that like this was... Let's I don't see. know, but this is like the thing that... This can spark a, a thing, you know? This could be the start of a magic kick. That's a, oh. And that's dumb. That's really dumb. So, Russell, you're saying this is some sort of gathering? <laughs> Shut oh. up. No, but... <laughs> Some kind of Pokemon card. <laughs> oh, this is like a uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh of magicians. Look, guys, we can sit here arguing Charmander and Black Lotuses all day, but let's just talk about the movie. Fine, um, so this it's movie, dumb. It, yeah, it, to me, this movie felt like the pilot to a USA show. Oh my oh, god, yeah, that would be a that. Yep. Right? You walked out, yeah, you had walked out saying that this just felt like, I know, we said leverage, but you <laughs> shot that down immediately. I don't know leverage? what leverage, Isn't I this... don't know what that, what that's like. Is it like suits? Like Thomas Hutton or someone in that? Okay, Maybe. first of all, leverage is TNT, guys. Fuck, alright, But no they know drama. Yeah, and this would probably work well with that formula. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> and this has a crossover with Falling Skies, and then you get taken in by the aliens. How much money does that show not spend on effects, but spend on marketing? Because I see ads everywhere, but it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I uh, I I started this watching. This is the TV TV podcast, though. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. Wait, wait, wait! I actually want to know. Uh, Tiggs, is Falling Skies any good? I watched, like, the first 34 seconds of it, and then I put on lockout. <laughs> I watched, actually, I'll be honest, I watched the first minute on Amazon Instant Streaming, like, twice. 
Wow. That's and it's just like a voiceover, but and like some kids paintings yeah. be like the aliens came, they did. Yeah, that's. So I, was just, I was like, all right, I'm done already. <laughs> I really gave up on it too quickly. I know, right? <laughs> but it, it uh, sort of forced me to. I don't know. This is how good now you see me is that I'm willing to talk about a USA show that now I have. You see USA me G- is worse than Rosalian Isles. <laughs> no, it's all right with the books okay. or the TV show. Uh, hmm. The junior novelization. Yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy if there was a junior novelization. It's, uh, okay, I'm, it's I'm the, lying. It's not as bad. It's a Tess Grissom series. Yeah. They, they, they just put little it's panels like of the Rosolian Isles uh, comic strip into Disney Adventures Digest. Oh, man. I remember Disney Adventures. That was the shit. Um, so I think this movie had a really great idea. Sure. <laughs> you know what? It totally could have been a movie that was all right. Yeah, you guys remember the prestige from 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 the previews. <laughs> like so it's like, oh, yeah, these, I know, me too. <laughs> these 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 illusionists are robbing banks, um, and they don't know how. Blah blah blah. I was like, this sounds pretty cool. I think it's gonna. It might have like an interesting sort of like uh, um, explanation. Blah blah blah. But the beginning when it's when the four of these people come together mysteriously a year before, and it gets like weirdly like almost kind of feels supernatural slash. Um, I don't know. Really stupid. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it seems like totally like unearned for the movie that it was. But, yeah, so it immediately ruins it ruins for me any like potential uh, it had just for concept alone. Yeah, with yep. that setup. Yep. What blow? What blew me away <laughs> is look at the cast of this movie. Yeah, yeah. And, you know it's, what? Like, it's imp- it's really really impressive. Now, granted, Morgan Freeman. And Michael Caine these days are want to do any film that you, you know, you throw their way. But as a cast, like, there's enough good actors and people who have actual chemistry to make to make something out of this movie. And it just seems like half of them are just like, well, I guess I'm in this. But they're they're not even characters like the magicians in this. Like they make like Woody Harrelson makes a couple like sex jokes to Isla Fisher. Um, she's What's like going on with her up. career? It's know. all over the place. Yeah, and like Mark Ruffalo thinks he's in a way tougher oh, movie, totally than... different he, movie. Wait, why is he acting like he's like the sheriff in an episode of like Starsky and Hutch or something <laughs> yeah. like that? He's, he's like, like, oh, he they really were... is an old timey TV like police chief. <laughs> the whole cop force is just like. Oddly bumbling throughout this entire movie. Well, that's and the music is so bumbly. When Common is in charge. Oh, that's the best though. <laughs> when Common starts playing the fake violin, the invisible violin. Oh, okay. I almost lost it. How it? <laughs> that almost redeemed the movie. There's no world. Common has never been anything other than like somebody's number two gunner. Yeah. How did they go from? Oh yeah, he could. From that to number one stunner. <laughs> Oh my god. I hate that I think that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, alright, joke aloud. It was kind of cool to see uh, the diner down the street from uh, the creek in the cave in the background of one shot. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, I know that place. I've eaten there. Also, I like the idea that like everyone just like hangs out at magic shows where they don't do any tricks <laughs> for probably hours at a time like they've got no. like, a big gathering in queens well yeah at but at of- that point they were already known to just be giving away money that's true 
But but there's I'm not just, even, I'm, I wanted to see like one. how they got there. Do you mind if I play devil's advocate here for a second? <laughs> oh, you have one second. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, I don't know. Do you guys just want to rate this? No, no, no. We can no, no. We should, I'm not done on this. Okay. Um, Go. Okay. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> we gotta talk now. Yeah. Um, you got something no, to say? I, I think that like this movie is. It does not earn like. It tries to have like a big like dropping the again going back to usual suspects like dropping the mug type moment at the end. Yeah. Um. And man, I I just I I, I don't I don't like the twist. The twist is dumb. Um, yep. the red herrings are just, like, so obvious that it doesn't make it fun. And, like, this isn't the kind of movie that you can watch again because of that anyway. So to not have the ride be fun really takes a lot out of it. And when you spend so much time on the exposition, like, half of this movie is exposition of people talking about characters that you don't see or explaining tricks or something like that. Like, it's not... This movie's not fun. It totally could have been fun, but it's not. It, it's been... I swear to God, if you, like, counted the how much actual time they talk about the magician who died, it's probably solid 30 minutes of the film. And, like, you go to a, a guy you never see, a guy that Morgan Freeman... I don't know, whatever. His character's pointless and weird. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, his I, character gets real weird real quick. Yes. And, like, it it seemed like they didn't know how to write him. And Dave Franco... Is completely wasted, and he's. Yep. I think he's pretty awesome. I like he's yeah. an up and comer. He's pretty good. Well, they I, didn't use him enough. If, if there was like a few little scenes in which he clearly wasn't happy about his role, if they really played that up a little bit more, and then his quote unquote death, I think it would have been a lot better. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Spoilers, guys. Um. But oh, yeah, I, like that, I, yeah, you I could tell that like the whole time. Is. I'm like. They have nothing for him to do here. He's just he, they just no, needed a fami- like a semi familiar face to be the young person because all he has is like one kind of fight. I guess if you can call it a fight, and, and fight, there's no there's no stakes between the between the group. Like the group doesn't get splintered or anything at any point. Nope. Like there's no conflict between them. And there's not even a good relationship. Like, I don't understand. They're, they're, and it's, we're not watching them. We're watching people watch them, which is like a really weird phenomenon in your film. Is like their characters almost don't mean anything because we're just watching Mark Ruffalo bark about them or Morgan Freeman talk about them or Michael Caine bark about them. It's, it's like stupid. <laughs> this movie's made with dogs. <laughs> really is. It'd be awesome with dogs, though. Oh. It actually would be. Oh, my God. Dog magicians? That would be I great. will say though, like, kudos to whomever wrote the name of the names of the characters in this film because they are so fake. <laughs> Dylan Rhodes, Marin McKinney, Henley Reeves, Jack Wilder, Thaddeus Bradley. Like these are names of people in this movie. That's kind of fun. <laughs> no, this movie feels like someone's writing assignment from like an intro to screenwriting class. Oh yeah, like that. That's what this feels like, Alex. If you know what. You should say instead of that whole thing next time. Fake movie Friday. Thanks, Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what? where you're at. All right, now you guys want to rate it. Can we rate it now, yes, Alex? Now we can rate it. All right, go first. <laughs> Fine. Um, I I give this uh one and a half um uh, bad uh Jesse Eisenberg soul patches. Oh, that was pretty bad. Um, 
Yeah, uh, you know, you have these kinds of characters uh, which are great caricatures. Like, you can do great stuff with a magician. I mean, look at Arrested Development. Yeah. Look at all the mileage they've gotten of having someone be a shitty magician. A lot. And they they had the opportunity to make these people be these funny different versions of that. And I think you get glimpses of it in the beginning, but they don't do anything with it. This whole like movie... No, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, it's because this whole movie, again, like, it feels like the pilot to a really bad show. Um, and it's, I, I, I don't, I, I guess, like, maybe if you were, like, 14 or something like that, and this is the only movie you can get into right now, because it's PG-13, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see maybe, maybe, tr- like, if this is the smartest movie you've ever seen, um, maybe it's all right. But yeah, like I said, it's like, it's like the usual suspects for dumb people. Um, is kind of what it feels like, and it's it's just not fun. I don't think there's any reason to go see this. Maybe um, if your legs are both broken um, <laughs> and you've fallen out of your wheelchair and you're alone on your floor mm-hmm. uh, and you need to pass some time uh, to get your mind off your, your casts, which have splintered on your way down, I guess maybe watch this on Netflix or something. Other than that, no. That was oddly dark. Ross, what do you think? Uh, I really didn't like this movie, but I guess not as much as Alex. I'm going to give it two, uh, because I feel like two is is like the best rating to give a movie that just leaves you feeling nothing. Um, it's not, it's it's directed in a way that is a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why even go, like... There's no significance to any of the the mean the things they do in this movie. That may or may not be true. However, I sat there. Mm-hmm. I didn't walk out. Mm-hmm. There were people's faces I recognized. Um, I I like Dave Franco, so seeing him is okay. Melanie Laurent as the Interpol agent. Yeah. Why is this your first major American film after Inglorious Bastards? That's weird. Yeah, um, very talented, pretty lady. Shouldn't have been in this. Nope. She's actually good at acting. I don't get it. Isla Fisher, what's going on with your career? Jesse Eisenberg, this doesn't make sense. Mark <laughs> Ruffalo, tone it down. Morgan Freeman, huh? Michael Caine, what? Uh, common, erp. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. All right, Pete, what do you think? I like how much the two of you didn't like it, but still like talk so slowly that <laughs> liked about it. I hate this movie this much, so you probably want to hear me talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give it two. It was one of those movies, as I said, in concept, I, I wanted to enjoy it. I thought it could be much better. And while I was watching it, other than, as I already said, the problems with the beginning, I just wanted, I, every single time something happened, I was like, why am I not enjoying this? <laughs> yeah, it's an okay concept. Yeah, I was like, "Why is this not good? Why can Why can I be having fun right now?" It's just It's just dumb enough to have to should have worked. And if, if that makes yeah. sense, I mean, it's just again like we even said the other week. Like, it's crazy that like Fast and, and Fierce is like the best action and heist franchise right now. Because it just does it. I don't know. It, but you're, like, it's it's weird. Are great. They're fun, but like. This, you think uh, they were trying to tread on fast? Is that, that's I think they're ice? trying to trade on like tread on um like a more. I guess they're probably more on the oceans side of things, like making it more calculated. <laughs> um, 
I guess. Uh, but no, but no. Oh, wait, Peter, I, were you it, done? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right, whatever. I'm done with this, too. Um, all right. I am going to give it uh, two supernatural carousels. Uh, this, oh, yeah. What the fuck was that again? That was so weird. That just didn't, I don't know. So they much. Got the was eye, so that was the eye, and yeah, that was it was, the eye. if you went there, you'd learn the ma- magic or yeah, secrets it, of magic. Yeah, something like how that. To, who's Mister Magic? I don't <laughs> care. This was this movie was really dumb, and uh, I don't know. There, there's just something missing from the spirit of it. Jesse Eisenberg. I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe that was the character, but he just really he played like he was just too good for this movie the whole fucking time. Like, yep. Yeah. He he played he like he. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's like he got like a, a DUI, and this was his community right. service. Yeah, exactly. If if any of you uh, have seen it recently, um, the Italian Job, the remake with uh, Ed Norton as the bad guy, he apparently was forced to make that movie because he signed like a, a deal with like he had like a three picture deal with Universal or whatever, and it was running out, and he really didn't want to be in it. He thought it was an absolute piece of shit, so he just like acted shitty to get out of it so if you look back at that movie and look at his performance you're like wow i can tell you don't want to be in this movie yeah and uh eisenberg's the same way yeah exactly and then and he's i mean it's an ensemble cast i guess but i don't know it feels like ruffalo and eisenberg are just constantly um i think takers had more characterization than this takers is a good movie takers is a good movie i enjoy takers i enjoy takers i mean hayden christensen was hat guy that was his character but you know what i believed it i'm watching that tonight so like how come takers works and this doesn't i don't know ti ti but they have common i guess common of ti trump's common that's what we're saying ti trump's common all right next up We've got another science fiction film to be coming out this year. Uh, Oblivion. Oblivion Part 2 After Earth. Titan sure. AE. <laughs> Can we get the rust down? Uh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> After Earth. M. Night. What? <laughs> A crash landing leaves Katai Rage and his father, Cypher, stranded Cypher. on Earth. A millennium after events forced humanity's escape. With Cypher injured, Katai must embark on a perilous journey to signal for help. This movie's Cypher. pretty boring. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, you know, I get... A completely different in films because uh, um, now you see me, great concept, poor execution. This movie had no concept and little to no execution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Alex and Alex said it best when we left. The real, the one of the biggest things that's wrong with this film, and I'll let him uh, take it away. Why did it have to be Earth? Yeah, yeah. let that sink in for a second. There was nothing earthly about this movie. Nope, nope. There was like, zero reason why they had a return to Earth. It could have been they got they crash landed on any fucking planet, any hostile planet. I was hoping that you would maybe at some point see like some ruins or like. Statue I don't know, get night. Yeah, search Statue of Liberty. Why not? Give or me like, something. Or like there would be like some some consequences to like what humanity did to the planet, or like or something. Like we'll see the folly of our ways. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, no sci-fi lesson to it. Uh, and no, that's the funny no. thing. Like I watched, I watched well, I Wally. The, the uh, not really though, but I watched Wally on. Um, so, like I guess uh, the a couple days after this movie came out, and I was like, how does a fucking G-rated movie with very little dialogue 
have more to say about our environment and the world than a movie that's about we fucked up Earth and left and now we're back. Like, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter at all to the movie. Jane, Sis, uh, Jane Smith uh, should have been, like, dancing to My Fair Lady. I think we can both all agree yeah. on that. I was, like, waiting for there to be that moment where you find out, oh, wait, no, wait, we can live on Earth, maybe. But there were monkeys living there. Why couldn't we live there? Because shut up. Okay. Will also, Smith wrote this. Yeah, yeah, it was his idea. The whole thing was his story. Like, Was um, he overacting or underacting in this movie? I couldn't I say. I want to say over-under. Yeah, because his accent I like to uh, describe as a southern Henry Kissinger. That was an accent? Thing? Like, it was, <laughs> like, monotone, but weirdly. Oh, like, well, yeah, way. yeah. And it was weird. It like, how is how is your son better at this than you? He's acted in all of, like, one, maybe two movies. Karate Kid? Karate Kid and Pursuit of Happiness. And I'm like, you've been in every huge... Like, you, you, this was your idea. Why did you say, oh, and everybody has weird accents? That could have just not even been there. Yeah. I'm not a coward. You, it was your idea. And also, if you're going to get M. Night Shyamalan, why are you going to hamstring him by not making this an M. Night Shyamalan movie? And that's weird because I don't really like M. Night, but it doesn't really have. It doesn't. Really. It's like it, this movie could have been directed by anybody. Yeah, it didn't feel like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. No, it's like, and they, they damn no, sure didn't market it as that. Shut up. But I wanted to see him like I wanted. I wanted to see if this movie was gonna be bad. I wanted to see like a beautiful fucking disaster. Yeah. If it was gonna be good. Yeah. I wanted something to be you know good. But this movie is just so boring. It's it's, it's way shorter than um, now you see me as well. Yeah. But yeah. it it felt like it was like ten years longer because well, nothing happens. It's just it's so much of nothing. It's so weird. <laughs> But you know what, like, this, it's funny because, like, this movie does feel more like a shitty video game than it does a movie. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. And, like, and it literally, like, it's got the point where they, like, have a map, like, a hologram map that goes out and, like, shows you the different points that he has to take. And, like, there's, like, a flying-type sequence. Like, it yep. literally feels like you're going through the different gameplay mechanics of a video, of like, a narrative video game. It's trying to be Uncharted and, or something. And Will Smith is, like, that that level like, in the beginning that shows you how to play the game. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah. And then he's just, like, the voice on the intercom telling you you're an SD objective. Like, and it's funny because it's actually written by a guy who has written a video game. This is Gary Whitta. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's actually, like, it kind of, all that kind of makes sense to me. And it makes me wonder, like, man, is this what a lot of video game movies would be? Because if so... Well, I mean, they no even have video you. game names. Cypher Rage. Yeah. Yeah. She's got Rage. General Cypher Rage. Apparently, when we, when the future happens, we all get real dumb with names. And like, also, real. forget to use guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they have guns? If the Ursa is such a badass alien race, shoot them. Yeah. yeah. Shoot them. Shoot them. And, and I think we the there's tiny, there's tiny little interesting sci-fi things like the they left Earth. So so yes, the the new planet that they've colonized, whatever, they don't have the same materials or minerals that we do. So their ship's not really made of metal. It's made of like bones of creatures and stuff. It's, it's like Existence. It's like that David Cronenberg movie, right? Like, they had, yeah. like, that gun that was all made out of, like, bones and stuff like that. That's what it reminded me of, uh, which I think is a cool design choice. But it's like, why did they bother to make to have such 
an elaborate, well, not elaborate, but such a like dense. Ba- the the backstory to this film is denser than the film. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Like all of this shit that happened before this movie started seems like it's way more interesting. Well, I think you and can even think- like the whole fear thing. Like I thought that was kind of interesting. Like the fear yeah. and the pheromones, but it's really just to tell you how Will Smith did something in the beginning of the movie and to let you know that Jane Smith is going to do it at the end. But like it doesn't play into like anything else that's really happening in the movie because it's she's fighting against the elements of Earth for the majority of the movie. Has nothing to do with the Ursa. That's dumb. We all know and, it's there. And and not everything like I like that like in um one of the the, the scenes earlier where Will Smith is like everything here has evolved to kill men. And it's not really true. Like two things have maybe <laughs> tried to kill him in the whole course of the uh of the movie, yeah. In that, in the fact, bird thing oh, helps him. Yeah, in fact, one of them is just helping him out, yeah. like a giant yep. ass bird. Why not? Um, but yes, but I do, I do like the idea. Like, okay, um, you know the the bad guys, whatever they 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 sense your fear and that's how they see you. But yeah, I think they they telegraph that like yeah, at some point Jaden Smith is going to be able to do this thing way too early. And and I think yeah. that like they have the idea that like okay, maybe Will Smith isn't being completely, you know, honest with his son as to his condition or anything like that. Um, but it doesn't go anywhere with that stuff. Like yeah. they're like, like their redemption and things like that is it's, it's very, it's very obvious and, and you don't end up feeling much for it because they don't really act like characters. Like they're, they're weird. They're, they're both so stilted um, yeah. that you don't, you don't feel anything for them. Right. I mean, it's, it must've been, I guess kind of tough for them to each be acting like in a separate room at the, like, and just kind of having to play the, like totally. there is never a time, but that's except, so like, fucking the, dumb. I know. No, I totally. And yeah, that's the whole thing. Cause it's, it's stupid that there are two characters for the, I don't know, 90% of this movie and yeah. they're not in the same place together. They're just talking to each other over an intercom thing. But, but I mean, they, they try to work around that. Like, you know, they, they talk to, you know, they have lots of flashbacks. They talk to other characters oh, that are, <laughs> But again, like those don't, you know, those don't work to either humanize Will Smith or make Jaden that interesting. And he tries to carry the movie, and I think it's like, you know, good on him for, you know, trying to to carry his what third big movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess that's that's pretty good. Also, aren't we the bad guys on that planet? We just showed up, and that's like why they they unleashed those those aliens on us. I think we're kind of the the jerks. On that, on that Nova Prime. Well, maybe they were going to get to that if this ever got a sequel, but we'll never know. Did this? How did this do over the weekend? A bad twenty-five. Uh, million. Bombed twenty-five million. Okay. Opened under. Now you see me, and I saw both like back to back. After Earth was empty, now you see me was packed, and people, dumb people, really enjoyed it. <laughs> All right, do you guys want to rate After yes. Earth? Yes. <laughs> uh, Russ, what do you think? Um, giving this piece of shit a uh, deuce. Get it? Um. <laughs> I just got it. It's not a good movie. It's it's just as bad as Now You See Me in a different way. It's just boring, dude. Like, Will Smith, stick to just being in movies that other people make because your idea sucked. And you <laughs> wanted to make a father-son movie but never have the father and son together. Yeah. So I'm like, this movie would have made, would have been a th- not a whole lot better to him. Well, even if your character was injured, you still should have been like with with uh, Jaden's character. 
maybe you're injured and you're and you're with him and he's like trying to help you and, and get away from his stuff and save you at the same time but the two characters not being on screen meant an automatic disconnect and there was no way you could fix that the rest of the movie is dumb they did an okay job of like trying to create a world um again m night Shyamalan never should have directed this because this is now just another this would have been a bomb if anybody made it and now this is just like one more bomb to attach to his name he's like two seconds away from doing you know sci-fi original movies and i think that kind of sucks he's gonna use so soon. yeah so he's only gonna be able to work with like the really rich people who don't give a fuck <laughs> but yeah this movie is dumb don't i wouldn't bother it's just gonna make you mad all right uh pete what do you think yeah, it's it's strange to say that that the saddest part about this film is what it's going to do to M Night, and even Russ, as Russ just said it, it's there's nothing going on. I'm giving it a a, a, a two because Russ put it perfectly. It's as bad as Now You See Me, but in a much different way. Because at no point was I like, as I said before, I wasn't like, oh, I should be enjoying this. Why isn't this fun? This was dumb from the beginning on, mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Nothing really went on. It wasn't interesting. But uh, it, what's Annoying exactly that is that Emma Chamelon was like, well, I'm I need probably need some money for something I really want to do. I'm going to attach myself to a Will Smith film since he's every yeah. single I agree every single summer movie he's been in since for almost 20 years has opened number one. Yeah, regardless of whether it was even good or not. Yeah. yeah. So it's so like, was like it's, but, it was as close to a short thing as he could have gotten. Yeah, but nothing. There's yeah. nothing to this, and you there. I don't even know where would there would be room. To put your own dear, like directorial touch to this, right? It was awful. <laughs> that was all. All right, Alex, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it another uh, one and a half um, out of out of five. I mean, I, I'm man. I mean, it's just it's not a fun time. And like, even you know, I know that there are a lot of post-apocalyptic movies coming out right now. But I actually have to give them all credit that at least they've tried to differentiate uh, themselves enough. And this has been by far the the worst of the bunch so yep. far. And it's kind of depressing that, like, you know, Oblivion wasn't a great movie, but, but at least it's it, it, way better than that. But it, yeah, exactly. And this is just, you know, I, I'm, you know, Will Smith's not my my favorite, but I think he can he can make a movie fun. Um, and if you take away that, like, that major attribute of Will Smith and, and, you know, which is, you know, look at Men in Black, uh, three last year, like that was, uh, that was a pretty good time. Like I actually enjoyed that more than I thought I would. Um, and and, you know, I, you know, good on him for trying to do something different maybe. And like, you know, going with a different style of acting, question mark. I I think if you're going to do that, Will... Again, I'm talking directly to him. Like, <laughs> you, you need to do not a science fiction movie. Right. Like, I'm fine with you taking chances as an actor, but, th- like, people expect well, a certain thing from you if you're in a sci-fi movie. But but it can even be in a sci-fi movie, but I think, that, like, the, the choices that he made are just so weird. Like, everything that they do in this movie is just, like, it's so obtuse to, like, it being a good film. Like... I I guess like maybe they thought that all these things together would make a good time, and by that point you're probably so far down the way that like there's no turning around now. Yep. Yeah. So they just had to go for it, and man, I mean, I guess the movie looks okay. I mean, there's I guess okay 
art ideas and design ideas, but I mean, the monster itself, which I mean, they tried going with like a Jaws type idea of like you not really seeing it for most of the movie and it being more of like a force, but they don't really do enough of that with that to actually, um, you know, make it feel really impactful. And it kind of looks like um, an up version of Starship Troopers. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of disappointing on all fronts. It's not fun. Don't go see it. Although, you know what, maybe have some drinks with some friends and watch it and laugh at it in, in a few months. Uh, but then but, but then don't tell anyone, because it's bad. Uh, all right. Um, I am uh, going to give this to Rock Throne Monkeys. Uh, so this movie was really boring. This movie felt like it should be like a side story in a better movie. Or like yeah. not even a side story. It should be like this movie is like when you, you know, like uh, when you're like uh, talking about Star Wars and all like they talk about things that have happened in the past. And you're just like, oh, I'd really want to see this movie. This is what would happen. This is the movie we would get and it would be boring as shit. Like this is yeah. something you would skip over. Yeah. And like you would just kind of mention and be like, oh, and now that's why they're doing so much better. And you would just see like that last scene with him like fighting the fucking th- uh, monster. Because the movie is like, like pitching this movie. The idea must have been like, all right, here we go. Right sci-fi we're off of earth we crash land on earth and what yeah and the people are into it they're like oh then what happens oh then we get off like do you know isn't there like something that happens on earth like no no we just yeah we just there's no resolution with earth yeah there's no reason to be there at any point so it's fucking infuriating (laughs) so yeah this movie is pretty Pretty dumb, pretty bad, but uh, I can't get past that once I started thinking about it. Yeah, it yeah, ruined too, like the latter part of the movie for me because it dawned on me, and I was just like, I, I, I can't, I can't anymore. Quick question: Did Shyamalan had a have a schlamio? Did he cameo in this? Oh, that's a good question. No, I don't. Uh, unless he was just like some dude in the back. No, because he, he, he. I don't remember seeing him at all. He wasn't like he wasn't there at the end helping up Will Smith or something like that. Or being the key to the salvation. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean I'm sure. Please review this. (laughs) Wait, what? Uh, Have you talked about this yet? Yeah, Yeah. I gave it two. Yeah. Oh, you gave it two? Yeah. I'm drunk. I always go last. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Well, you'll just have to carry on. You'll just have to download it and listen. Guess so. Man. That's depressing. No, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's not great. That's that's all I gotta say. I mean, Super this has bad. been the first bad weekend of yeah. summer. Like, like explicitly, I think like you could obviously find things wrong with you know a lot of the other movies and nitpick them to death. But um, this is the first time I think I've, uh, so far in the summer I've been just like ugh and, yep. and kind of shaking my head. It, it was the first time I dr- like really dreaded going to the theater. Yeah. So that that it has to and it, and it's coming a little quicker than last year's shit weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Like a couple of that's weeks. my boy and uh, Rock of Ages. Oh, yeah, Rock of Ages. We were in mid June by that. Point. No, it was it was that's my boy and Battleship were the same weekend. No, it was that's no, my boy. Battleship and, and Dictator. Oh, it was Battleship and Dictator. Yeah. Damn. But you know, I mean, it's it's interesting that like because we had Dictators. It was that's a bad. Movies, okay, that though. was then, but that was the okay. That was the oh, first. All right, Dick Ship. Right. Dick Ship. Dick Ship. <laughs> I'm glad that we all remember the titles of the podcasts. Yep. No, but like I, I think it's 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 you know it had to be at some point we had to it had to happen. Um, and I thought we'd done pretty well so far with right. You know, with sci-fi and genre stuff, but uh, yeah, here we are. 
<laughs> we got the purge this weekend. Yeah. Oh man, I got. I'm the legitimately earth. excited about that movie. Yeah, I want to see that. And much ado uh, about nothing. And much. Well, it's, it's limited. How limited is is uh, it? I haven't checked. We should find that out. What you do about purging? Don't. It's actually had some like regular ads on TV, which I think is surprising. Really? It has it? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've seen like um, like on ABC, like a ha- like a ton of ads. Um, Maybe because they're in the Whedon business now, they want to. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I I didn't know Nathan Fillion was in uh, the new Percy Jackson. Yeah. That. So how did that movie get? It must have literally yesterday finally made enough money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no I, I didn't did think that there was a deal well. with the devil. Um, I think it did really well overseas, and the books have continued to sell well. Oh, okay. Because it, it looks... It, I mean, every a lot of things are a ripoff of Harry Potter, but this is just like a, com- like a complete and utter... Instead of taking a train, they take a cab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Yeah, but uh, they definitely do in, in the trailer for this one trying to make it seem like a lot more actiony and a little bit more adult, which I think is a mm. good choice on their part. I agree. Well, we don't have to talk about Percy Jackson. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, let's uh, let's do some housekeeping. All right, yeah, you can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You, you can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You, find us? <laughs> you can email us your comments, complaints, and your fake movie Fridays Where to podcast at gmail.com. And you can rate us on iTunes. Where can you raid us? <laughs> By searching for the priest and the beekeeper. And that's who we are, an improv troupe that has a show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. Uh, that's this, where we are. This <laughs> month, it's uh, June 20th uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, we do a show called Pig Pile with our good friend and stand-up Zach Broussard. So come on out. We invite some stand-up, some improv troops, and it's a lot of fun. And you can also eat at the diner that was featured in uh, Now You See Me. Afterwards. You can meet drunk <laughs> Yeah, he's fun. All right. Thank you guys for being here with me. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week on the Danger is Real podcast. Here's the choice. I expected Russ to sing us out. You expected it wrong.